Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, the broadcast of hope. I'm Dr. Rosalind Clark, here today with Max O'Brien. It's day 1,334 since we came back on the air. Assuming Max has nothing of any importance to report, I would like to go ahead and start talking about something near and dear to my heart, which is the importance of gathering sufficient scientific evidence before presenting findings in any study. Um, Dr. Clark, I actually do have something to report. Oh, really? Okay, hang on a second. I'm almost done. I would also like to remind everyone of the importance of studying the work of those who went before you. While it is sometimes worth revisiting certain subjects, if the original study was conducted properly and thoroughly, a lot of time and effort can be saved just by looking at the conclusions of other knowledgeable people. Are you finished? Unfortunately, yes. Hopefully I've made my point, but it looks like you're going to go ahead with your topic for today, so I guess we might as well get it over with. Thanks. Honestly, I'm surprised you're not more excited about this. I, I think it could be a huge breakthrough. Of course you do. Come on, get started. We don't have all day, and the sooner this is over, the better. Okay. So I was reading a few days ago about a guy named Franz Mesmer. He developed a technique that you might have heard of called mesmerism. Now... I always thought that mesmerism was just another name for hypnotism, but it turns out that that was just a small part of the technique derived from Mesmer's overall theory, the theory of animal magnetism. This is the theory where animals are magnetically attracted to or repelled by each other, which is why you sometimes see animals all stuck together and other animals that won't come anywhere near each other. No, that's not what the article I read said. Oh, I know. I'm just having a bit of fun. This is one of our joke broadcasts, right? No, I'm being serious. Oh, that's too bad. Okay, keep going, I guess. Animal magnetism is a kind of force or influence that is a kind of energy transfer between everything. Animals, trees, rocks, buildings, just whatever. Nice. Vague terms. Good science. So there's some kind of energy transfer between objects. Sounds familiar somehow. Go on. Anyway, Mesmer started out using regular magnets in his treatments. He gave one of his patients some medicine with a lot of iron in it, and then used magnets around various parts of her body. Sidebar here for a second. Listeners, do not do this. Be especially careful with those small ball-shaped magnets that, that used to get sold. Swallowing those is a great way to get a serious medical condition. And unless you know someone practicing surgery in the zombie apocalypse, you're going to have a very bad time. Good safety tip, yes. Mesmer eventually moved away from using magnets anyway and just concentrated on adapting his treatment to using the natural animal magnetism that was present all around. His theory was that health was the free-flowing process of life through our bodies. That if that flow was interrupted, that's how you got sick. Getting rid of those obstacles would restore health. In many cases, nature would just unstick those obstacles itself. But if that didn't work, then contact with a conductor of animal magnetism could help. And Mesmer just happened to be a conductor, right? Well, I'm sure he wasn't the only one. He tried to get other people on board with his theory. He proposed it to the Royal Academy of Sciences and the Royal Society of Medicine, but neither of them believed him. Gee, I wonder why. What's your point in all this? My point is, he started out with just treating one person at a time. 
but eventually had too many patients and developed a technique where he could treat multiple people all at once. And I'm thinking that if we refine this just a bit, we could try to find a way to cure people of becoming zombies. Max, they're dead. You can't cure death. No, no, no. I'm talking about curing them in the time between when they've been bitten and the time when they turn, while they're still alive. Okay, so that's only about 5% less crazy than it was a second ago. I've done some of my own reading about Mesmer, and the first thing you should know is that his techniques were eventually debunked by a group that included Benjamin Franklin. The second thing is that his technique for treating multiple people still required some kind of physical contact. I think he rigged up some kind of device with iron bars so that he could touch multiple people all at once, but he couldn't just wave his arms and cure people at a distance. And the third thing you should know is that this is all nonsense. Everything about this points to some kind of auto-suggestion. No benefit comes from the supposed magnetizer. It all comes from the patient. It's all in their imagination. Okay, so it's a placebo. The point is that it still worked. No matter how it worked, it still worked. You really want to try to cure people of becoming zombies through the placebo effect? Hmm. Okay, when you put it like that, maybe not. I might need to read a little more. At last, a sane conclusion. Speaking of conclusions, let's wrap this up before we waste any more time or methanol on this. Here, let me. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this has been Dr. Rosalind Clark and Max O'Brien. Don't listen to him, but take care of each other.